Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Oh, my goodness. The crowd at Staples last night in Los Angeles was loud. It sounded like a Laker crowd. Was it a Claker crowd? Was that what it was? But still, the Clippers get done what they needed to get done. And they get back into this series with a 106-92 win over the Suns in the Western Conference Finals. Now two games to one. And a lot to discuss there. Good morning, everybody. On a Friday, Keyshawn J. Will Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. So, Alan Hahn in, and Monica McNutt joins us here with Key this morning. Jay Good will morning. join us at 7 o'clock. What's happening, Monica? Good morning, guys. Good morning. What did you see last night at Staples, aside from a raucous mm-hmm. L.A. crowd supporting <laughs> their hometown ah, What's wrong with you? <laughs> You're such a hater. <laughs> what? Um, it was great atmosphere there. I do know? love I do love Steve Ballmer shots on the sideline though. Always. Oh, um, listen, commitment, energy, personality from this Clipper squad. I think my biggest gripe with them is as good as even when Kawhi was healthy, as good as Kawhi is, it never feels like there's emotional energy there. It was up in a suite, far away from the bench. So. The guy that's stepping in in his stead, Paul George, who's playing good ball, again, is not really an emotionally charged guy. Mm-hmm. So to me, shout out to Terrence Mann, whose mama is a Hoya. Shout out to Daniel mm-hmm. LaForce. Uh, Patrick Beverly, Reggie Jackson, they gave that. And you just saw the defensive commitment across the board. Yeah, they, they, they came to play. The energy certainly was up. Mm-hmm. But it had to be. I mean, you don't want to go down 3-0. Because <laughs> at that point, you might as well just start getting ready for Cancun. No historic yeah. comeback? And no, nah. no, no, not three zero. That never happened. Three zero, yeah, three zero is tough to come mm. back from. And when you got, you know, everything on the line, you back home. We've seen them go down o two before, and then even with Kawhi and, and and bring back and come back and win the series. Now I don't think that that's going to happen this time around. It's just going. It's just going to make it. You know, it may push it to six or seven, and that's. I think that's where. You're at. They'll probably even a score here, 2-2, go back to Phoenix, and then basically ping-pong back and forth from there. Now, Cameron Payne's injury, though, a bit, hell, that I was could just, change things in this series, I was man. just about to say that, Han. I, and I think— Went down in the—was the first quarter that, right? Yes. He turned first the ankle, quarter, never came back. Never came back. And particularly in that second half, I was like, hmm. And they missed him. Well, yeah, hmm. I mean, his length— his energy, I thought that the pace yesterday, and I, I was sort of vacillating between is it the Clippers' defensive energy or is it CP3 feeling his way back into the series? Because the pace absolutely favored the Clippers to me. Mm-hmm. There was entire at every level of basketball, I always say, coming down, set up in your half-court set is a tough day of work at the office. And you could see it all over Devin Booker, who they were absolutely keyed in on, and rightfully so. When that Phoenix Suns team gets out in transition, they only had 10 transition points last night. Like that, mm, I think Chris Paul deal. missing all that time, you can I tell. think it's a little bit of both what Monica was saying, though. You, Chris Paul misses some time trying to get a feel for mm-hmm. everything that's going on again, plus the adjustment side of things. When you lose somebody in the middle of a game, now coaches got to make that adjustment yeah, to try to figure out, okay, we didn't anticipate this. We didn't go into a game with this type of game plan. Now you have an opportunity when the game's over with you have a day to adjust and come back in game four mm-hmm. and figure what you lost in game three. And plenty to talk about there with adjustments in Tyloo, which we'll get to. But but a bigger story, again, Chris Paul, 5 of 19. He does return to the lineup but struggles with his shooting. Devin Booker again struggles, 5 of 21, 1 of 7. Patrick Beverly basically uh, just blanketing him the entire at? time. <laughs> but what we should also point out, though, is Paul George without Kawhi. Again, stepping up. Remember, he misses the free throws. If he hits those free throws, the series might be 1-1. Now it might be 2-1 in their favor. You never know, right? That's how close things came in game two. 
But PG plays 43 minutes and gives you 27 points, 15 rebounds, 8 assists. Now, he did have six turnovers, but he also, again, had the ball in his hand a ton. And he played, again, really well. He's had strong performances here now for the Clippers. And take a listen to what Doris Burke had to say. that She was on the call at ESPN Radio um, for the game. And it's become a thing with Paul George that we do, that when he doesn't come up in the clutch, when he has these performances sometimes like he did in Game 2 at the end, where we tend to go right away to criticizing Paul George. And this is Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. So take a listen to Doris Burke saying she's had enough of people criticizing PG. I am so tired of people being critical of Paul George. He's played every other day since June 2nd. He has carried an enormous burden. He has led the playoffs in minutes and touches. And in the fourth quarter of game two, big shot after big shot. Yes, he missed the free throws. And yes, he probably didn't help himself calling himself playoff B. But he is fighting through incredible fatigue. 27-15-8. Pipe down, critics of Paul George. Pipe down. That's straight talk. Mm. Straight talk wireless. No contract. No compromise. Explain to me who we we do are. we criticize <laughs> Paul let, let me know who much. we is because I'm not part of we. I, I just really want to know. You mean, I'll be honest you with you. Like I'm not media? either. Well, I'm not either because I don't criti- – like I feel like this. Tell me if I'm crazy, guys. Paul George, I don't know if he's like, – I think some people in media that criticize him have him at a higher level than I think he should be. I don't think he's a superstar like we did this yesterday. Who's a superstar? Who's not? He's a really good player. But he doesn't have he's enough. He's an all-star basketball player. He doesn't have enough trophies to get that kind of shine. He's I, an all-star basketball yeah. player that has a big contract, and like Monica was explaining to me, has a signature uh-huh. shoe, and so much comes with that in expectations when you are a leader of a team like he was in Indy. He was supposed to be the guy in Indy, but guess what? You know, there's, a, there's another dude not – far from you in Cleveland that you kept running into right. that you're not going to get over because nobody was getting was over Miami that. Miami at the but, time. Yeah. And so, he, I think, oh, was he in Miami yeah. at the time? But I think that's a big part of it, right? Yes. Like there was, there seems to be a promise unfulfilled. When we saw Paul George at earn the signature shoe deal, he ran into LeBron a bunch, but he also held his own, right? And so that was the projection. And then arguably it hasn't necessarily panned out moving forward. Listen, I love Doris Burke as much as anybody, but... I would counter that with, well, Devin Booker's been on the floor, too. If we're going to go star power in this particular series, now, granted, the Phoenix Suns have played less games. They handled their business. But I don't know that doing what we expect means that we should back down. As that superstar, you can't miss those free throws, point blank, period. You've given us the moments that continue to remind us why you have not lived up to the But playoffs. I love that. I mean, you played basketball. He did bounce back. You played basketball. Monica I, played at Georgetown. She's the third most popular oh my gosh. player in Georgetown. Here we go. I played history. a little basketball. And I asked you, though, because you played at a higher level in basketball than I did. You missed those free throws. It happens. Mm-hmm. Here, I've watched it, all sorts of superstars miss free throws at the end of games, even though their percentages have been high. It, I've watched it before. So, I, I, again, as consumers, we consume in moments, Right. It happened as we literally followed, not to get too much into Twitter, but it was funny because you could see the dialogue being like, oh, we owe Paul George an apology. And then the free throws is like, wait wait a minute, no, we don't. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that to me, signature shoe guys, you have those free throws in the conference finals in that moment. There's no question. There's just no question. You can't do that. Well, that's the clutch so, gene. And, and that's, that's what it. we want out of your superstar is the clutch gene. And so uh, for me, I think what has happened to Paul George is while if you dig into the numbers, 
terrific scorer, great NBA player. The promise signature shoe guy has just not been fulfilled but yet. But that's not uh, – but see, for me, that's not his fault that he has a signature do, do deal. <laughs> shoe deal? Yeah. What is he supposed to say? Oh, I don't want a shoe I, deal? No, I agree no, with no, you. I'm not but guy. I'm telling you yeah. – but I agree with you. But <laughs> as soon as you say, excuse me, yes to that, it, like the eyeballs are on, the pressure is on. The I, scrutiny. I, I get it, but is it fair to criticize – him at the level that he's been criticized throughout his career in ping pong back and forward based on a moment or two, plus or minus, is it, it should you do that to people? Last year in the bubble was really where I was it got just loudest. about to say that. And that was because everybody, you know, everybody's in the bubble, all conditions were the same, and yet you weren't, you weren't performing. And then later he, had, he explained why. But you know that I just think Paul George is that guy where you see there's a lot of talent there, but it's not there every night. And critics get frustrated when you don't bring it like he can bring it every night. Now he has for the Clippers mm-hmm. in the playoffs, and that is something that is helping the- change that narrative about him. And a performance like last night, where they needed a win, he got it done after having that that breakdown of missing two well, free every, throws late. Every this year alone in the playoffs, every time they needed a win, he performed. Look, just look at it. Every time they needed a win, he performed. Yeah, yeah, but until Kawhi got hurt, Kawhi really was the guy that. that but it's Kawhi's kind of. They kind of did it together. Second, but he's second to Kawhi anyway, so he's going to look less than because it's Kawhi. I mean, he's going. Kawhi gets the first touch all the time. He's the guy, and then everything that's left over goes to Paul George. All right. Well, the Clippers are hoping Paul George gets in the zone again in Game Four. Get in the zone is brought to you by AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Coming up next, for once in his life, Scottie Pippen actually wants to take the final shot. <laughs> Jeez. <All right. laughs> but it's another NBA superstar who provided Guess a dagger. Show after that that is next. KJZ, ESPN Radio, and Sirius XM, Channel 80. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. <laughs> KJZ ESPN Radio, Alan Hahn, Monica McNutt in with Key this morning. Jay Will going to join us at 7 o'clock on a Friday. Magic Johnson's on his vacation. You see his uh, his Instagram? 
Oh my god! I didn't see that. I saw the picture. Of the yeah, deal the that pictures you got on his Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, he's he's already living that that good life, man. I mean, but wh- why is he doing curls though? Like he's out there with like just why on not? he's on the boat, just the uh, boat. I say boat like it was a you know boat. Yeah, it's a yeah, yacht. Yeah, okay, he was that, on a yacht. I wonder how big is, Magic got this year. Probably got three. Excuse me. Oh, I mean, how big the the yacht? I don't. No, I'm just thinking. Don't about know. It. Probably. This is the I most unrelatable know. conversation ever. Well, it's just I just know that one of the photos, one of the videos was him. Well, he just, had the yacht with the gym. He's got he two got dumbbells and he's just just but you banging out the, some curls on the yeah, deck. He had on the an enormous yacht. <laughs> no, I just was thinking out loud. Like, I hear you, and I just like, was like, "Oh, this is nice." Because he, he was on the aft deck. No, he do it. He do it though. You know, I got on a 25 foot ray boat, ray sun ray, whatever. At the beginning of May, I was like, "This is amazing." He probably was on about a 283-something. He on super yacht. Yeah. For sure he on the super and he was yacht. Doing, you know what? And he was doing curls, just if, saying. If, <laughs> just randomly doing curls. Like, in, the middle, hey, in the middle of the ocean. On vacation. In the middle of the ocean. That's what I'm saying. It was just, That's how you work out on vacation. It was so vacation. magic. It was great Can't to work see. Out like that. Big smile on his face. But you heard him talking about the Nets and what they should be doing going forward and uh, how they can build, continue to build around that big mm, three with mm. Kevin Durant and how Kevin Durant almost single-handedly really got the Nets to the conference finals. I mean, uh, again, as we say, just a toe away from winning that game at the buzzer uh, in regulation. But not everybody was impressed. I would have gave him the shot if I was the ref. You would have just said, no, nah, it counts. Three! Well, yeah, but the review showed his <laughs> toe, toe was on the in line. The but not everybody was impressed with Kevin Durant. Uh, so there's a story in GQ mm-hmm. featuring Scottie Pippen. <laughs> the T-baby. So... Scotty Pippen had this to say about Kevin Durant. Quote, he needs to learn how to utilize his teams. He has to learn how to set up his teammates to be better. That's it. As great as he is, there's a, I guess, a cap to his talent. He could have easily made that three, killed him in regulation, and we wouldn't have been talking about this. But I knew going into overtime, he wasn't going to, wasn't going to make it. He was taking all the shots. You done played the whole game, bro. And they've got guys physically wearing you down. You're going to lose. More from Scotty. He said, KD can score better than LeBron. Probably always have been able to. But has he surpassed LeBron? Nah. He tried to beat the Milwaukee Bucks instead of utilizing his team. You see what I'm saying? LeBron James would have figured out how to beat them, and he wouldn't have been exhausted. And he may not have taken the last shot. But LeBron ain't KD, and KD ain't LeBron. KD is a shooter, a scorer, but he doesn't have what LeBron has. So that's out there for the world to read. And that means, of course, that Kevin Durant saw it too. (laughs) And as we've learned about Kevin Durant very closely here, if you say something about KD, he might respond. So he did, of course, with a clap back on Twitter that said this. This guy, Scott... Scott. Scott. (laughs) Also wanted to enjoy his summer, so he chose to rehab during the season. And then he goes, at Scottie Pippen, they followed Phil, not you. He also said, didn't the great Scottie Pippen refuse to go into the game for the last second shot because he was in his feelings? His coach drew up a play for a better shooter? Now, that's the reference to... When Tony Kukoc was given the last shot in the second round of the 94 playoffs, and Kukoc actually made the shot and they won, 
they later lost the series, and that ended their, their championship run without Michael Jordan. But still, that's a famous story about how he just sat at the end of the bench and they played without him. Pouted. Because he wasn't happy that he wasn't getting the shot. So, question is this. Is Scottie Pippen wrong about KD? Yeah, he's wrong, for sure. But I also understand what he was trying to say, I think. Which is, he was really trying to bend around criticizing Michael Jordan. Because what he's saying is, if you read the entire story, guys like Charles Barkley didn't have a whole lot around him and couldn't win. Had Barkley been on the team, he would be able to win. And he kind of went into the Golden State situation where KD had those guys so he was able to win. And when KD was on the floor by himself, he wasn't able to win. So if you really dive into it and you look at it, what he's saying is Michael Jordan didn't do nothing till he got me and us around him. That's why he kept using the word team, 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 team. Because Michael, obviously, is Michael Jordan. Mm -hmm. The hell, what you mean? Mm -hmm. I had a knee sleeve on as a kid, and nothing was wrong with my knee because of Michael Jordan, (laughs) right? I mean, you know, I tried to chew my gum like Michael Jordan, walk like Mike. You know, I had the whole thing. Everybody was Mike. And so Scotty is trying to say, without being so critical of Michael Jordan, and it sounded like a true hater because obviously if you say something about Mike, you it, it, it ain't the same as saying something about Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is low-hanging fruit compared to Michael Jordan when it comes to Scottie Pippen. So that's the way I looked at it because he kept saying to himself and to us, team, 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 basically Kevin Durant doesn't do it that way. He's trying to do it all by himself. Michael Jordan was trying to do it by himself. He couldn't do it. And then when I came along, we won championships. That is what he was saying in the article. If you if you read through it, why you gotta bring KD into that though? This is I hear you on he, that he, because he's low hanging fruit for him. I, first of all, let's not act like LeBron also did not get get hammered for not being the guy to take the final shot. Like that was a whole thing in terms of yes, you are a superstar, but do you have the killer instinct? Sure, the right basketball play, but we're looking at you to get it done. So there was that whole thing. So let's not act like LeBron didn't go through that. Second, KD was this close to pulling it off. Yeah. Like I don't I don't understand how you have negative feedback on your star elevating in the moment. Like, he had to. But he this, was right there. But Who think was supposed to take it. that shot? But Landry Shamit, Bruce Brown? No. Who, what you want? No, KD. Exactly. So He's supposed to. Because it isn't really not about KD. So, but it's now really about Michael. Just, okay, so, Kay, so, Key, here's where I'm at. If that's the case, then say what you got to say and stop dancing around it. Like, don't, why do you need to bring in a guy that's trying to handle his business currently in the league, doing his thing, best score in the league? Yes. Say what you got to say. No, he shouldn't. Say, say to y'all, what? stop doing the last dance as with Mike sitting there the whole time. Let me get my what? bourbon in my chair, too, because I was an integral part of this story. And, and that is what his new book that's coming out. And that's what this is. is. It's is a book tour. It's a bourbon tour. It's all of those things. It's promotions. I get it. I understand it. This is stupid. And it's promotion. Like, stop talking about Katie. I get it. I'm just. Do you get it? Because I feel like you're going to bat for your man right no, now. No, mom, 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 mom. I'm yes. just. Stop momming me. I'm not old. <laughs> Throw something at you. I'm just telling you the way that I'm viewing it and looking at it. Yes, would I like Scotty just to say Mike wasn't a whole damn team? I would love That's for him very to simple. say that. Yeah, please. But he's not going to say it that way. So he's going to go at KD in this. 
because it's low-hanging fruit for him in the moment. KD was the one that didn't hit the shot he was using at the example. moment. Yeah, he yes. was using a current example. Yeah, current example. And I took that because if you go LBJ, if you go LBJ like you said, LeBron early on, right? Uh-huh. Oh, blah blah. But right now, LeBron is considered by some as the greatest basketball player on earth, or the greatest basketball player there ever was. Let's so also- that's hard. That's almost like. Going at Michael Jordan again. You can't do that Dog, if you Scotty Pippen. Stay with your chest. If you I bow, get it. Go at Bron. Go at MJ. Go at uh, Kareem. Like who? Do what you got to do. But can we also point out one thing that was missing from that point? Was there were, the teammates were injured? James Harden yeah. wasn't really available. Exactly. Kyrie wasn't even in the damn game. Exactly. Like he, like he had who to do else it himself. Was to I didn't do say Scotty, but but Allen, I didn't say Scotty was right. No, Scotty, Scotty is, missed a lot yeah, of points. You, you Scotty is not right. And wrong. by the way, Game Five, KD did do what LeBron would do. He did Absolutely. everything, including he, pass the basketball. Absolutely. Yes. So I think it's an unfair. And if he comparison. can play, and if he can play eighty minutes, play eighty minutes. Man. Next time, next time, Scotty, sit down with GQ. Make sure you're right there. Okay, so you can translate. <laughs> Tyler Times. <laughs> Shout out to you, t- All right, uh, Coming up. So, Scotty Pippen, not the only star who was afraid to take a final shot or maybe was mad that he didn't get a final shot. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn J. Will, Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Alan Hahn, Monica McNutt, in with Key this morning. Jay's going to join us in the 7 o'clock hour. Wake up, Jay. And the conversation that is going on in Philadelphia right now is what to do with Ben Simmons as they were eliminated in the second round. And Ben Simmons was reduced to from an all-star to a player that wouldn't shoot the basketball in the fourth, literally in the fourth quarter wouldn't shoot passed up a dunk that's how bad things got now it leads to questions of what do they do with him now what do you do with ben simmons adrian warjanowski our espn senior nba insider had this information for us simmons agent rich paul of clutch sports met with daryl moray the sixers president and their general manager elton brand in the last couple days in chicago at the combine and talked about ben simmons's future and whether or not it would be or should be in Philadelphia. Now, there was no trade requested, and right now they're planning to keep talking, you know, as we get closer to the draft and August free agency. But Philadelphia remains committed in trying to address some of the issues with Ben Simmons this summer, his free throw shooting, his shooting. They would like to continue to try to find a way to make this partnership work. All right, so key phrase there was committed to address the issues that he's having, and Find a way to make it work. That doesn't sound like fully committed to Ben Simmons. Now, just to be clear, Rich Paul, they, they didn't request a trade, but Rich Paul and Clutch, who represents Ben Simmons, did say that they are trying to see if it makes sense whether they should start working on trade options to find him 
uh, a, a better place and maybe a, a fresh start. So does it feel like, all right, we're talking, but this doesn't sound like they are fully committed to Ben Simmons? Well, right now, <clears throat> right now, they're going to do everything they can to just calm the waters while they source through what their options are. I mean, we just – Philadelphia just got out of the playoffs yeah, a week fresh. or so ago. It's fresh. So you don't want to jump to any conclusions. You want to make sure that the value's there, much like Woj is saying, and take a look to see, okay, can we get a team to buy in on a quiet, silent note as the combine, all the different things start to take place when guys are having conversations with teams about trade partners. Right. And, you know, over coffee, so to speak. And, and I think that's where they're at right now because when your agent starts to have a conversation with a team, that's not because he's looking for an extension. That's because well, he's, he's already looking, got, I'm, I'm he's no, got I'm saying, four years and $147 million yeah, left. I'm That's saying, another reason why it's not easy when, to move When him. an agent starts talking to a team in person, it's not because he, he's looking for an extension. <laughs> he's looking to figure – and you're not talking to a team to figure it out because mm. I can do that over the phone. I don't need to sit in person yeah. to try to figure out <laughs> – Right? No, I'm glad you got there because I was about to be like, hey, man, he out of there. Like, that's mm -mm. you. That's, you're reading that from what mm -mm. Woj said. Yeah, like, I think we started the show talking about Paul George, right? Like, the moments matter. Gave you multiple moments. What is it, 19 points over the last three games combined? Like, a promise fulfilled? This is this is too strong a performance in the wrong direction. I don't think that there's a comeback from this for him in Philly. I just don't. Because, it's very and then, difficult. Especially, you're committing to Joel Embiid, and rightfully so. The two of them occupy the same square on the floor. Like, it, it just doesn't, doesn't work. Yeah. You and, need, and, you need and, a guard who can be a more perimeter-based yeah. player, right, that would work with, with Simmons. And essentially, Joel Embiid pointed the finger at Ben Simmons yeah. after the game. Mm -hmm. And so it's hard to get even back into that locker yeah. room. Mm-hmm. When people looking at you and they kind of like, man, we can't, you know, you start the doubt starts to set in strongly when you passing up opportunities to score and you giving it to somebody else because for whatever reason, and everybody has their own theories as to why he struggles shooting the ball, why he won't. I think it's mentally. Some people think he's afraid, which in the end is the same thing. So it's kind of like. But he doesn't trust people, his skill. That's the bigger issue. He's not, he's not trusting a fundamental skill right now, and that's something they've got to work on with see, him. See, you say that, but that may not be it. It just may be mental. That's or mental. It may be, but no, trust or is a mental be, thing too. Hey. Or it may be not trusting the skill. Yeah. Hey, playing your butt off defensively, garbage buckets, layups, like all the hustle things. Like, I don't think that that part is mental. I think even for Ben, he's still working through his identity for real in the league. Like, we had all of these things that we thought. Like, he's if 20, he's going to. He's 24 years old. Right. But if he's going to lean into being a defensive guy, a hustle guy, energy guy, like a transition player, then cool. But this idea that you're the, you're the facilitating, outstanding point guard that can run a team and get us to the finals. Mm. All right. Well, 888 say ESPN, 888-729-3776. We want to ask you, because we were thinking about this as well, if they're going to make a move, like, where would be a good fit? But how about a player like him and where he's at right now? Would you want him on your team? Now, remember, you've got to give up something. So, of course, anybody would take him for free. But I'm saying, <laughs> would you want him on your team knowing what you know about his game right now? Now, Key, we were trying to figure out, too, how do you compare on a football side? Like, Ben Simmons is a guy that has a ton of talent, but the one most important fundamental skill he lacks, which is ability to shoot the basketball. 
from outside of what eight feet? God, he just—he's not. Well, he's not. He's not a good shooter. Oh. And now at the free throw line, he was abysmal to a point where he doesn't even trust himself. So, is there a football equivalent to that? Is that a wide receiver that might have great speed and you know separation, but he just can't catch? No, that's bad hands. That's just bad. Like, but that's <laughs> a fundamental skill of being got, a receiver. You, if you got bad hands, you got bad hands. Is it a quarterback that can read? I, I know I can see the field. I can call. I read defenses really well. I can move. But I just can't throw the ball. I can't throw. Like I miss the target every that time. That feels but that's a bad. To me. That's a bad. That's again. But that's, that's a, bad a bad quarterback. quarterback. But I can see. So I have what? all the so things that I need. But wait I can't minute. make wait a the minute. pass. What you're saying that Ben Simmons is a bad. Ben Simmons is Tim Tebow. Did he just say that? No, no, no. What? What? See, you you guys keep saying bad point guard. I don't think he's a bad point guard. Well, he's got great vision. He can. He's I think a great he does passer. all that. So that's not a bad point guard. He's a guard great to me. defender. He can do all of those things, right? His problem is again, is being afraid. It's no, afraid of the pro- moment. I hear you, but you you are a million dollar athlete. You are oh, a professional. God. You've don't, had the promise. Give me a sports psychologist and let's go. What are we doing? Like this is pissing I, me I, off. I, but not, I believe confidence comes from demonstrated performance. But lack of confidence also comes from demonstrated performance. And I believe what he's seeing is the more he misses shots, the lack of being able to shoot a three, seeing how defenses play him, it, it does mess with your head. And bring it all down and boil it in one little pot. He's afraid. So and what's the is. solution, Key? And he asked me originally who is a wide receiver because mm-hmm. the harder they hit, the wider the split, which means that – when I got to go in there where that traffic is at, that's not really – I don't want to do that. I'd rather be out on the numbers, closer to the sideline. So I don't guys. have – with the smaller guys <laughs> that I know are not going to hit and tackle because I'm afraid to go in there with those guys with bad intentions. Key, mm-hmm. And what, that's the same thing What is with the ben. solution to your hypothetical football player and to Ben? What is the solution? He is what he is. And that's who that guy is. That when you when when you talk about a wide receiver that all he wants to do is run straight and not turn left or right because of bad intentions, all Ben Simmons wants to do is play defense, pass, facilitate, and that's who he is. You cannot all of a sudden take him and make him into this shooter because he he he. No, you he can't make him a shooter. But what's the difference between him and Giannis? Because Giannis is not a good shooter. We but, know this. But Giannis is not afraid. He's not afraid. It, when you are, and I don't want to, I don't want to use the word, but I'm going to use it, but I don't want to. In football, I'll say it in football. There's a lot of guys in football that don't want to get hit a certain way. It becomes cowardly like. Like, I, I'm tough over here, but when I got to do this, I'm not. I'm gonna turn that down every single time. Yeah, they call that a business decision. Yeah, a, a business decision. Ben Simmons makes business decisions when he doesn't shoot the basketball because it ultimately that business decision is going to affect some of the other things that he's doing it's true. because it affects his mental. Mm-hmm. And that's the receiver position: the guys that don't want to go inside and do the dirty work. And that's kind of what Ben Simmons, where Ben Simmons is. In terms of shooting the basketball. Because much like Monica says, 
You just shoot the ball, man. You're never the solution. Just shoot it. Exactly. You but, will never get over this hump if you don't just shoot it. But does he Play need ball. maybe does he need though that fresh start, that new new environment somewhere where he'll be welcomed and maybe even a coach that'll say as Keith said, I, I promise he you, is who he is. So, but is I'm going to use you in a way that I don't have to worry about that. And and maybe the Sixers, and maybe the Sixers, Washington, yeah. and okay. maybe the Sixers, if they decide to hold on to Ben, do that. They say, you know what? Well, that's what Doc was saying. He is who he is. This is what we're going to do with him. How we we can't do that with him. And it happens the, with players in football. It, it's like. I don't like the way he's running the ball. He's an inside guy. We're just going to use him in the inside. So, we we got to have somebody this else This is do a it. guy who's an all-star, and he's only 24. And it's amazing to think that this, this franchise, which gave up so much you know, yeah. the process to get to this level, you're ready to give up on him. Because some other franchise might say, I'm going to benefit from this. He's not the one ACOG in the process. And so I would, I would agree that. Maybe Doc can say it is what it is. Let's work with him. If Joel and B wasn't your main guy, there's you cannot put him in a system and they are your he's your one B and he needs to be in the paint and you have Joel there. Like it just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Now, Washington, you got you surround him with shooting, he's able to make plays. Spread the floor, you got the paint yeah, open. like get up and down the floor when Thomas Bryant is healthy, boom, that's a fit to me. Yeah, you you but but that's you you are saying essentially the same thing that I just said about them being able to hold on to him. And now, even though Joel Embiid is the, the guy there, now you surround them with the same sort of talent, personnel that Washington has if you want to hold on to him. Let's keep in mind, the Sixers were the number one seed in the East. It's not like they were bad. Like, they were good. This, and this, but this and feels- it just fell off when you got to the postseason because you had now a matchup where teams, all right, we're facing you in seven games. We're going to play you a certain way and see if you can beat us. Where in the regular season, you go from team to team to team. It's a lot different. Let's get some calls here. 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Let's go to Nick in Florida with a very interesting comparison. Nick? Hey, good morning, everybody. Uh, I I was thinking as I was listening to you guys, this all reminds me of Chuck Knobloch back in the day with the Yankees. That was hard to watch. uh, Where he got the yips, just couldn't throw to first base. Steve Sachs. Seems like it's a mental thing. It it really does. Tim Lester. But but the difference between – Thanks, Nick. Chuck and Steve Sachs in baseball, they didn't hold on to the ball and give it to somebody else because they didn't. They still tried to throw. They just <laughs> missed. Yeah, couldn't. That, that, there's a difference there, right? I mean, he's not attempting. They attempted to do. It's like me. I can't swim, and I know I can't swim, but I'm not afraid to get in the water. I'm just not going to go where I can't see the bottom, you know? And, and, and so that's where Ben's at. He, he just crazy. doesn't attempt to shoot the basketball. How you, you're a professional athlete. Like, this is not – now, the other part of this for me is if we're going to lean into him being an outstanding defender, I'm trying to think of uh, – Tony Allen's obviously my first go-to, but I'm trying to think of outstanding defenders who we also – expect a ton from offensively. Even last night, Patrick Beverly makes it difficult on Devin Booker. You don't expect much from him offensively. Like, if you're going to be that guy, then fine. But that's that, but that goes for... You can't not shoot, though. Ah! But that is saying what I said, though, Monica, <laughs> is he is who he is, as, as Perk would say. He is who he is. Shout out to Perk. There's nothing wrong with that, if that's what you like. It, you know, it, in football, if that guy is only a bomb guy, only thing he does is goes okay. he goes deep. 
So then that's what he is. So then A is he is what he is. B is as he is, he is not a good fit for Philly any longer. He's not a good fit for Philly any longer for a number of reasons. Fan base is going to – they're going to shred him every chance they get. So that's going to hurt his confidence, his mental. Mm-hmm. His teammates inside the locker room, we've already seen Joel and B say that's what he said after the game. Thing. That's why the fresh, fresh start, start is up, important. Yeah. It, it's nothing wrong. Okay, look, they're not giving up on him. It just didn't work out. Maybe it's Prior good. administration made a decision to pay him based on what they saw. They At that time, they thought it was good. Mm-hmm. So far, they misevaluated it based on where it's at today. And remember, his coach, his guy was Brett Brown. Brett yeah, Brown's they, they liked it. And things, it worked for them. Yeah. It worked for them. This he was an all-star. Speaking this of changes, to Markel, too. Maybe it's Philly. And Fultz, yeah. Maybe, mm-hmm. Well, they tried to even change his shot. Mm-hmm. Had that work out. Speaking of changes, let's do some A to Z. So we have coaching changes going on. So you see Rick Carlisle back to Indiana where uh, he coached in the early part of, of this century, I guess how you'd put it, in the 2000s. It <laughs> sounds weird to say that, yeah, of course, that but it is true. So he's back in, in Indiana. He, was, he left Dallas, so the Dallas job opens, and Tim McMahon and Adrian Wojnarowski are reporting that the Dallas Mavericks are, are finalizing a deal to make Jason Kidd their next head coach that – um, Mark Cuban is also close to bringing in, as you mentioned, uh, Key Nico Harrison, who's mm-hmm. been with Nike for a long time, uh, in their front office as well. And I think Michael Finley is another guy that's going to stay in that franchise in the front Finn. office. So changing things in Dallas. But Jason Kidd, a very interesting name. He's been around. He's co- coached Brooklyn. He coached in Milwaukee. Helped Giannis. Bobby Marks, who had um, worked with him, both as a player and a coach, in Brooklyn, with the Nets, I should say overall, not just Brooklyn, doesn't seem to like this fit. This is Bobby Marks from Spain and Fitz. Here's an organization that their image is not good as far as everything that's gone on in that office. You know, they had the scandal a few years ago, and now you go out and hire a coach who's had a suspect past. I mean, we all know, well, we're well aware of everything that's gone on in his off-the-court life, and you know, Mark Cuban turns around and goes in this direction, and it's nothing against Jason Kidd as a coach or as a player, but I don't know. It doesn't sit quite right with me as far as that's the direction they're going. And and, and that's his own personal opinion. It sounds like to me they had some sour grapes with their relationship that they had with the Nets, both as a player and a front office guy. Uh, I'm sure Mark Cuban thought about everything that Jason Kidd went through in his personal life off the court and looked at it and assessed it It said, you know what, you know, I'm, I'm willing to take this chance, although my organization in the past has had some very difficult things that we had to deal with. But clearly they're ready to go with it because they're getting ready to hire him. And he's also <laughs> been an assistant coach with the Lakers. So there's something there that make Mark Cuban feel comfortable. Spend some time with LeBron, and obviously this is yes. all about Luka Doncic, and, and they can get the it, it most. Just sound, and Bobby Mark, it just sound sound like Bobby Mark's got some issues with him personally. Maybe, That's all. yeah, there was some history there for no doubt <laughs> about it. I uh, also some issues personally, Monica. How about this? Mm-hmm. So Neka Ogumuke was left off of the Olympic team, the women's basketball team, as we know the final rosters have been made. And I mean, you know, this is somebody that is a what is it, six-time All-Star and MVP, MVP. Uh, in the WNBA. And Derek Fisher, uh, her head coach with the Sparks, was not happy about it. Take a listen. You know, 
you know, we're we're pissed, honestly. I think the thing about Decca is that like nothing has to be given to her. It's like she earned it and she deserves it. I think that's the most frustrating and disappointing part. Like that's the part that makes you angry the most. So uh, NECA was one of eight players who committed to participate in the USA Basketball Training Competition in 2019 and 2020. Uh, Instead of playing overseas, those eight were thought to be a lock. She was not. This is is bad news bears all around. And what sucks about it even more is if you've had a conversation with NECA or listened to her talk as the president of the WNBAPA, she is one of the most graceful people on the planet and thoughtful. And so she's not even going to go off in the way I would. (laughs) I would, baby. Oh, believe. Um, And so everybody's coming to her defense. But I'm glad that this has become such a mainstream story because this is not unusual behavior for the selection committee when it comes to the women's national team. They have lots of stores ties. That would be UConn basketball. And so this is politics in its worst way in women's basketball, and I hate it. More we'll talk about there, including Ty Lue and Bill Belichick in the same sentence. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. You can hear the show live weekdays at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio, ESPN News, or wherever you stream your audio.